Welcome to the Capstone Cast, where we cast thoughts, theories, and tales to see what we catch. I'm Walt Tanner, and this is Sarah Ellen Edwards, and this is Episode 6. Welcome to Episode 6. Welcome. All right, you can find us now where you listen to all your podcasts. So if you have an iPhone, it's that little purple button that you never knew what it was for before, probably. And I'm going to be honest, we were talking to Gretchen while we were in Haiti, Yeah. And she has a droid. She can't listen. She can, because I talked to somebody else who has an Android, and I can't remember the name of the app. No. But it's a free app, and they can listen to it. Well, we need to let people know about that We're app, We're going to find that app out. I will get on that right now. Um, also, if you can't listen to it, we have lots of ways you can interact with us on Instagram, so you should come over there, because it's a fun time. Or you can listen to it directly through the Capstone website. You can. On the Listen Under Podcast. Well, there you go. Lots of ways to listen. Tons. No more excuses from you people who tell us you're not listening. You just cut that out right now. We are not here for that. All right. Um, we want to do another giveaway. We've had lots of success with the giveaways that we have been doing. And we want to do another one. We need some more Instagram followers. It's all about the gram. So when we get to 200 Instagram followers, then we're going to do another giveaway. Which that means we need about 75 more yeah. followers. So you guys who are not following us on Instagram... Go ahead and jump on yeah. the uh, the Capstone Cast train. And if you are following us, or you are listening to us, every time you listen to us, just be cool, screenshot it, post it to your story, tag at Capstone Cast, hashtag Capstone Cast, and then people will be like, oh my god, that guy's so cool, he listens to that podcast, I should listen to that podcast, and then I'll be cool. It was cool after episode four to see people do that. It was. And that they were actually listening to it. So It was cool. And we got some cool comments. I wish somebody would answer that phone. Don't they know we're trying to record a podcast in here? Apparently not. Golly. Okay. Who works here? Who even does work here? Not me anymore, so. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump right into this episode with some things that I'm loving right now segment. Just, we just each have some things we're loving. So we're going to share those. We're going to take turns. Maybe you're loving these things too. Walt's going to start us off. All right, so things that I'm loving right now, um, let's just be honest. It is fall. It is uh, the South. And so I cannot say, I cannot be a red-blooded American without saying college football. So I have been looking forward to college football because uh, we only get like 13 Saturdays of daggum college football. And so I am soaking it in. Right now the Tigers are undefeated. Hopefully when this podcast airs, they will still be undefeated and uh, we will be on our way to the playoffs. So that is definitely one of the things I'm loving is college football. I've never seen a happier person than when college football is around and Walt Tanner gets to watch it. He's very excited. I need you to know that I think I have watched part of one college football game so far this year, Mm. this season. Um, It was the West Virginia Mountaineers playing someone, and they did win. Why would you watch them? Because I don't have cable television or anything like that, and so I get to watch whatever comes on the channel we get through our antenna. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's pretty much the only reason I have cable is to watch college football. Um, I can get behind any team, though. I can do it. Like, if you pull up a game, even professional sports, I can pick a team and I can go for it and I can lose my religion over it. That's probably why I don't need to watch it (laughs) because I can can become emotionally attached. That's why I don't gamble. Oh, good point. I would would be way too engaged. Um, Well, guess what I'm loving? Totally not college football. It is fall, and I am loving fall nail polish colors is what I'm loving. I thought you were going to say 
pumpkin lattes. No, we should talk about that one day. I don't like to drink my pumpkin. I learned that last year. I like pumpkin flavored things. I like pumpkin scented things. I like pumpkin colored things, but I don't like to drink my pumpkin. I don't. Kevin Hart was on um, Jimmy Fallon. And he made the comment that um, Jimmy Fallon was like uh, a pumpkin spice latte because he was uh, really sweet and white people like him. <laughs> Spot on. Spot on with that. Um, I really like to paint my fingernails, and I really like the colors that come out around Father Beer. So if you were wondering, I love this particular nail polish. It's a brand called KL Polish. And I have on a really fun blue color right now. It is blue. It is blue. It's not like, it's kind of like between a navy blue and a gray blue. And if I told you the name of it, I think it's 1435 or something like that. It in no way indicates the color blue. So that's not really going to help. Sounds like a Pantone color to me. (laughs) All right. What's your next one? A podcast that I listen to is an NPR, How I Built This. So very cool uh, stories. uh, Everything from the guys who created Lyft to. Stitch Fix to all the different things that a lot of us uh, love, and it's the backstory of how they started. Just listen to Stephen Madden uh, and how he created, because I do have some of his shoes, and didn't know that he spent time in jail. Oh, I didn't know that either. Learned that too. Apparently, he was part of Wolf of Wall Street, kind of. Oh. He was in in that deal. And so he spent like 18 months in jail. Wow. So I learned that. I always like listening to those because they really... I've never listened to one where somebody hasn't totally bombed out right, and then come back. Well, that's the thing. That's Most cool. successful people have failed. Yes. And we always think, well, if I failed, I'm not successful. But actually, failure would reveal that you are on the pathway to success. Yes. So that's one of the things I love about how I built this. I like, I like backstories of how people become what they become. Good answer. I listened to one episode one time about the Melissa and Doug mm, toy thing. Yeah. They were terrible. Like they, It was bad. <laughs> And then they came we, back. We did a Melissa and Doug puzzle last night. Now my kids love those toys. They're great. They're fantastic. Okay. The next thing I'm loving is an Instagram follow that you might want to follow if you're not already. Um, I love a good Instagram follow. And so that's kind of entertainment. So if somebody is hilarious, then I want to follow them. Um, Jennifer Garner. You know who Jennifer Garner I is? I do. She's married, married to married Ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah. They're not married anymore. They're not together anymore? No. Oh, sad. Oh, Wow. Like, I, I always like, feel like you're on, you know more about life and stuff than I do, but apparently that's not the case. I don't really watch E or. I don't watch E, but do you ever go to the Explore page on Instagram? No. Oh, I hop over there and that's where they like show you, because you like all these things, you probably will like these things too. You know, I like, I like them as a couple. I thought they were a good couple. You know what couple, if they break up, will shatter my life and my world? What? You want to take a guess? Chip and Joanna Gaines. Nope. I mean, that would be a bad one. No, um, Faith and Tim McGraw. Oh. If they break It will up, shatter your world? That will shatter my world. Oh my gosh. That is like a Who country, knew? they are like the country duo of goodness. Uh, um, I mean, they, he was in Blindside. I mean, do you get any better than that? One year in college, there was a couple that um, dressed up like them, and I thought, y'all win Halloween this year. You were awesome. They were Tim and Faith. And we danced to uh, their song. Oh, um, at your... Wedding yep. reception. Yep. That's really sweet. I didn't know that. Okay, that's back what, to my follow. That's what podcasts are all about. We learn about each other. We do learn about each other. Um, Jennifer Garner is hilarious, and she posts things on Tuesday. She has two two Tuesdays because she loves ballet, so she'll like do a commentary on a ballet piece. But she does a pretend cooking show where she shows you how to I cook have things. Seen a clip clip of that. I it's really funny. 
She's just funny, and she's just being herself, and it's hilarious. She Reese Witherspoon recently came out with a book, and in the book it tells you how she rolls hot rolls her hair. And so you, Jennifer did a video of following exactly the steps that Reese Witherspoon gave to hot roll her hair, and it was hilarious because she tells you to get in the car with the rollers in your hair while they're cooling off and driving. She's like, oh, I've got to go pick my kids up from school. This is perfect. So she's going to pick her kids up from school with hot rollers in her hair. I don't know. I love to laugh, and she makes me laugh. Like, if you're funny, then you win. So, if you need a good, funny Instagram follow, follow Jennifer Garner. She's funny. All right. What's your third and final, sir? My third is a a show that we watch on Amazon, and it is Suits. Uh, I am apparently late to the game on this because it came out, like, in 2011. (laughs) Wait a minute. Isn't that what Meghan Markle was in? Suits? So, yeah. She's in Suits, and Betsy was like, that name sounds really familiar. And I was like... (laughs) Betsy, that's the princess. <laughs> and so now she can't look. Um, and then we learned that all of the cast was actually at the wedding. Yeah, I think I did know that. I didn't know that. Anyway, um, so my wife's a lawyer. So one, she's like, this is not very realistic. She's like, to make con- contractual law interesting, they got to like f- flub it a lot. And they flub it a lot. But it's still good and entertaining. And I, we're on season two now. So that's one of one of the things that we enjoy. But now that This Is Us is on and Designated Survivor and all these other shows are coming back, it might take a back seat to all of Designated Survivor. I forgot about that show. Mm, Good show. We watched the first season. How many seasons are there? This is the third season. Oh, so we're not that far behind. Okay. (laughs) You know, you can knock out one season in a day. You can. can. (laughs) Um, If your children are cooperating with you, you can. Um, I have to take something back that I said. I... I don't know that Jennifer and Ben Affleck are officially divorced, but they're not together. They've, so there's hope. There, sure. Maybe he can win her back. Maybe he can. I think maybe I did he hear pull, on like, the radio not long ago that he was in a rehab facility. So maybe he can pull in our our Megadon and go to space. <laughs> you did that. You messed that up on purpose because you missed me while you were in Haiti. That's what just happened. It took me a second because I was about to say it right, and I was like, "Nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a whole nother direction." <laughs> oh gosh, I love it when Walt messes up words. It's like one of my favorite things. Um, so he could pull a live Tyler and come back from space, and they kiss on the runway. Maybe so. Maybe they're still singing that song. Don't wanna close. There you my go. Eyes. That's what he needs to sing. He needs to show up at her house with that in a boombox. <laughs> now we're crossing onto another movie. Um, it looks like they've been split up for several years, but she posted like a really nice post about him on Father's Day about how um, their kids love him, and it was kind, you know, to not be together. Well, Anyways, hey, if they get back together, you can know it started here. We called it, y'all. We called it here first. Okay, my last thing is that I'm loving right now is my mailman. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Podcasts are not the place for confession. <laughs> We say, we say confession is good here at Capstone, but I don't know if this is the place to... No, not for that reason. Because there are lots of books coming out right now, and I like to pre-order books. And so it's like a super fun surprise. I'm expecting book, like, I got two books in the mail last week. I'm expecting another one in November. I'm expecting another one in December. So right now, I'm loving my mailman because he is bringing me Is he like saying, reads. hey, Sarah Ellen, you got a new book today? Or he just leaves it in your... He just leaves it in the box. Oh. But I, I like cheerily wave at him as he <laughs> drives away. So, anyways, I'm loving my new books that my mailman brings me. So, I'm just going to attribute that to the mailman because mailman don't get enough credit. They're doing a hard job. It's Rain, sleet, snow, they're on it. 
Dogs. Unless it's Columbus Day. Then they're not on it. They're not on it. They're not on it that day. All right. So make sure you tell us on Instagram what you're loving. We want to hear what you're loving right now. Maybe we're loving it too. All right. All right. Our next segment is the one that we've been doing for a while now, our everyday gospel segment, where we're highlighting and talking to people who are being missionaries where they work, live, and play. So I got to have a conversation with a friend of mine. Her name is Becky Presley, and we are going to listen to that conversation right now. This is Sarah Ellen from the Capstone Cast, and today we are talking to my friend, Becky Presley. And Becky and I don't even, I, I cannot even... I can think of one time that I've actually seen your face in real life. I don't know if I can come up with two, quite honestly. I, I think can only come up with one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Becky and I know each other really well, thanks to social media and the internet. Um, and our friends from college, who are sisters. I went to college with Jessica. And Becky, you went to college with? Megan. Megan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Megan and Jessica kind of connected us just from some similar situations that were going on with our kiddos and our lives so i joke when i um like if i'm talking about you to somebody i'll say my friend becky and then i'll say well she and i are living parallel lives because you're a nurse and my husband is a nurse and then your husband works in church and i worked in church Mm -hmm. for a while and then we both have our eldest sons both have the same um they have special needs and then we've both been involved with foster care so it's like I like, know, you will post something on your story. Yes, you will post something. I'll be like, yes, I, I understand every bit of that. So, okay. it's awesome. So, I said all that. Now, you tell us a little bit more about who you are. Sure, yeah. Um, my name's Becky. I'm the wife of Matt. He's the worship pastor at our church, which is, um, you know, being in church life is a journey in and of itself, but it's been exciting and fun to see God work in the local church. Um, we have two biological kids, Stetson and Caroline. They are six and five, and then we have been foster parents for the last three and a half years. Um, and we also, I'm a nurse on the side. It's like a little side hustle. I work uh, 12 hours a week as a nurse at the bedside in a hospital, which is a fun time. And I do it on Friday. So I um, get to talk to grownups for a little while because most of my day is spent with little people. That talking to grownup time is crucial. Yes. It is crucial. I know. Is. Um, that, is a, that is a lot. All that you do is a lot. And I know... Um, I know because I know you and you're very transparent on social media that you do do a lot of that on your own, but you do ask for help. And we'll get to that because one of the, that's one of the things that I wanted to highlight is that you are really good at asking for help. But let's start with our everyday gospel. So I thought of when we were doing this everyday gospel series, I thought of Becky and I thought of foster care. And um, we are big advocates of foster care at Capstone Church, but I wanted to pull outside of Capstone because we at Capstone, we know our people. But I wanted to pull somebody outside um, who's doing it well and doing it differently and kind of taking the scary parts out of foster care that kind of scares some people away. So just to remind everybody, when I say everyday gospel, what I mean is that um, as Christ followers, we're called to be um, missionaries where we work with and play. So missionaries are not just people that go overseas to China, but it's like what we're doing right now. And it's not adding a slice of pie, of Jesus pie to our plate. Is actually that Jesus is like the whole thing. Like he is the whole thing. And so what are we doing? And we're filtering it through Jesus. So you have been fostering for several years and you've had several kids come in and out of your home. And so just tell us, um, I don't know, maybe start off with how you got into foster care and then just tell us a little bit about how you do it with your everyday life. 
Yes, yeah, so foster care came unexpectedly to me. I was actually one of those people um, who, Sarah Ellen, you probably, and I have encountered so many people who say, oh, well, I could never do foster care. I was one of those people, and um, I actually vividly remember telling a friend that. Um, and God just just met me there, and he said, actually, Becky, <laughs> this is your task. And it was kind of a crazy way through watching uh, – daytime television I was watching like Lisa Ling or something when I had a <laughs> tiny baby my, my youngest was just a tiny baby and God said you know this is this is for your family this is for you but I'm like oh hang on there's no way my husband will ever go for this and so I knew when he got home from work and I presented you know this idea he would just be my out but when I you know he came home and I'm like I think we're supposed to be foster parents meanwhile we have two kids under the age of two years old and He's like, yes, let's do it. And so we started that journey, and um, and we've now been doing it for three and a half years. We've welcomed nine kids through our front door through foster care, and um, it's just been an awesome experience. That is awesome. I know I always, like, when the Lord tells us to do something, we're like, our husbands are going to say no. And then they exactly. surely say yes. You're like, oh, well, yeah. oh, that was God. We really have to do this now. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, one of the things that you do so well is you use your social media platforms to really showcase foster care in a good light. And it's not a fake light, but it's just a really good light. So tell us kind of, I don't even know if you know all that you do as we're, as I'm on the receiving end and you're on the doing end, but um, just tell us a little bit about how you, what you share on social media about your kids that come into your home. Yeah, I just think that um, I just try to be transparent about the journey. Um, I'm so thankful that I've been able to walk through um, several friends and friends of friends getting licensed through foster care. And um, I think what I do that helps is that I just try to take the mystery out of foster care. You know, as a kid growing up, I knew nothing of foster care other than the mom, the foster mom from Angels in the Outfield. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. She was, yes, that was all I, anytime anybody said anything about foster care, I just thought about her and her, all her bunk beds and, you know, and that's just what I thought of as a foster mom, not like a family, like I am, it just looked really different in my mind. So I think people being able to see how we weave um, these children from hard places into our actual lives and, um, you know, we continue you know, raising our other children and doing ministry and doing our jobs and just really just leading them into the fabric of our family is the goal. And so I love being able to show that. And I have to be careful just to keep um, their names and their faces as confidential as I can. Um, but my goal is to make people realize that this isn't just a social issue out in the world, but these are actual children in your neighborhood and in school with your kids and on your kid's soccer team that are in our world, in our backyards, that are, are orphans, and that we get the opportunity to just love them and parent them and raise them for however long. You know, we've had kids from as short as 24 hours to our one of our current placements has been with us for almost two years, and so um, it runs the gamut. But I just like to be able to, you know, remind people that you know, this, there's a kid, <laughs> there's a kid represented, right, a real life kid. Yes, I love to, and you you guys can't see this because Becky does keep her account private. I'll give you an account that you can follow later on in the um, interview here when we talk about a ministry that she's um, gotten started. But she keeps her account private, but because I'm her special friend, I get to see. But she gives all of her kids a name, 
like a special name that she refers to them as um, whenever she posts about them. And I love their names because you don't really, I mean, I don't know their real names and I don't know everything that's going on, but each name has like a special little, you can get a little glimpse into like their personality or something they love just by their little name. And so I just love yeah, seeing the little. People are always, yeah. People are always asking. They're, I mean, oh, after, as soon as you say you're getting a placement, they're like, what's the name going to be? What's their I little Instagram name going to be? 20, I need 24 hours to get a vibe. You know, I got to see. Like, what <laughs> you got to get a vibe. What's, what's cool about them? Like, what do they love before I can name them? So, yeah, I, gotta, I, I need 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that you do really well is you document the highs and the lows. You got a little friend recently. Your newest placement came yeah. recently. And listen, I've been there. It rocks your world. It rocks your world. It rocks your kids' worlds. And I don't know if you do what we used to do, but when we get a new placement, it was like the first 24 hours, we were like amazing. But I'm mm -hmm. telling you what, from like the next 24 until about week three, we were in survival mode and we were all figuring each other out. And inevitably, if our foster placement was holding it together, our children were falling apart. If our children were holding it together, our foster care was falling apart. And so we've seen, I've seen in the last week or so where you have been amazing at documenting that for us to say, hey, guess what? This is not roses and sunshine and unicorns around here. This is real life. But I've yeah, also seen help. you say, yeah, I've also seen you say, hey, guess what? All you people who want to help me all the time, I need help now. And your people show up for you. They I are. love that. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have had a journey. Um, and it's so, you know, every kid is so unique. And we know that about children. And we know that about just people, how God's created us. Um, but you really, you really see it because, I mean, we've had placements who have just, I mean, every, every kid, every story has its challenges. And they all come from hard places. And they're all coming out of trauma. But some are just easier than others as far as just incorporating into the family. And so we have had a hard three weeks, um, but we have just, you know, one thing I love about foster care is being able um, to see the people of God be the people of God in the lives of foster families, Amen. in the lives of these children. Um, and we're going to talk about love, mercy, I think, but it's been, that's been a great opportunity just to be able to see people um, just really be able to the body of Christ to these children and to us when we really need it because you know what I found is that every single cat time a kid shows up on my doorstep um, I'm just reminded of you know people always say oh orphan care is the picture of the gospel and I believe that but I think I believe it because of a different thing so I don't think of myself as sweeping in to be the savior of the situation all I see when I open my door and this caseworker and this child is standing on my doormat is my own spiritual state, you know, and I just want to be able to, like, I'm broken and usually dirty and separated and empty-handed, like, having absolutely no belongings. I have nothing to offer. I have nothing to bring to the table, and I'm brought to a door, and I'm welcomed in, and that's the gospel, you know, and I think that when people in my life, my family, my extended family, my friends, when they've been able to experience that with us, like their lives are changed. I tell people all the time, I'm like, if you don't know any foster children, go find some because they are amazing. Yes. And you and you will be better for having known them and having loved them. I'm talking from a tiny baby all the way up. Like they will change you. 
bare bones, like there's a bathroom. But we try to just make it as welcoming. We have food and coffee, and this time we're going to have like a free books table that the kids and parents can just like have their way with as many books as they want to take home. And we also oh, send every like single that. family. Yeah, we send every single family home with a bag like busting at the seams from our resource closet. So it's just a really fun day. So that's kind of where we are with um, what Love Mercy is up to. We're planning like in the future recruitment events and retention events just to give like a refreshing experience to foster moms especially because the situation is dire, you know, and people are quitting every single day, um, quitting being foster parents because it's hard. And so we just want to encourage, yeah, and equip foster parents to stay the course. I'm, I'm like blown away over here. I'm just like, woof, I'm going to get on board. Um, that is awesome. And like, yes, everything you said, yes, as a foster parent, I mean, I have had five kids in my home at once, and then I've had just like two that are now my two. But you know, like, mm-hmm, I've run yeah. the gamut, and at any level, anytime somebody is like, I want to take care of your kids, and I want to love on you, and I want to feed you, like, that just makes you want to fall into a puddle of tears because you're tired and exhausted and you just got to get those stinking old training hours. <laughs> but that is amazing. I love everything that you said. It was awesome. It's and so I love that you said you're making it a dynamic experience for, for kids and for parents. Like, it's not just drop your kids off and we'll feed them and, you know, we'll try to keep them alive. But, like, you're really trying to cultivate a really awesome experience for everybody because everybody, um, foster here is messy and it's yucky. And it, it, it is that way for all sides. And the fact mm-hmm. is you're going above and beyond to make them feel loved and loved on. I mean, I know for me and my husband, sometimes foster care trainings, it was like, we don't have time for day right. Between all the children and the work and the stuff and the life and how they got to go to a training, that was like a date night. And gosh, if we, oh gosh. you know, like free child care and you're going to send me away with some goodies, that is like a super win. I know. We so that is awesome. And I joked one time we went to a training and we got, had gotten a babysitter because this did not have child care. And we went and we went for like an hour and a half and learned about water safety and they had trail mix. And we felt like we had just hit the lotto because we went to <laughs> a foster care training that had trail mix. And so we were like, we can do better than trail mix. <laughs> but it does feel like that sometimes. So I love that Love Mercy is like seeing the big picture and like going above and beyond just the bare bones of what's this is needed, but, like, this is what we can do, and we can love people, like, with a lavish love. Because God loves us with a lavish love, so we want to exactly. people, too. Um, if you want to learn more about Love Mercy, you can get on Instagram and follow them at Love Mercy Ministry, and we'll put that, we'll say that again later in the episode, but we'll also try to put that somewhere where you guys can find it. I'll try to post on social media about it. Um, but you can follow them, and you can see the volunteers that come in, and I'm sure that if you message there on Instagram, Becky can get you hooked up if your group wants to come and volunteer. If you have donations, if you just say, hey, I want to help, like, what's your greatest need? And you're local to where she is, I know she can get you hooked up. And I am going to start following more vigilantly to see how I can come and help because my um, we don't, don't have a current placement right now. And so when we don't have a current placement, I like to get out and help other people. And I love that Love Mercy is affording opportunities for people who are not, cannot, for whatever reason, take a foster placement that can still help. So that's something that we say a lot, and I'm sure I stole it from someone really brilliant. But, like, everybody has a role to play in foster care. So even if you're like, I don't I don't even like kids. Like, I don't even like them. I don't want them in my house. I don't want – that's fine. But could you donate money? Yes. Could you pray? Yes. Right. Could you show up and, you know, could you clean out your kids' 
book collection and maybe donate some books so that when Becky and her team host these events that they can have books to away to families. Yes. So I'm going to post how you can find them and then you can get in touch with Becky. All right. Well, thank you, Becky uh, and Sarah Ellen for doing that interview. Um, love the conversation, especially one of my the things I took away was just that she talked about weaving um, these placements into into their lives and that a lot of times when we think about foster care, we think that we're we're adding more things, and reality is no, we're just really we're we're weaving them into what we're already doing. That they're eating meals with us that we're already having. They're going with us to games that we're already playing. They're um, doing life just with us, and that's as as a foster parent. That's what we kind of talk to our boys about is the understanding of yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take care of this boy, um, and we're gonna we're while his mom and dad either make good choices. Are, um, there's another placement for him, but reality is we just want to share Jesus with him, and he's just going to basically come along with us in life. And um, and so, yeah, I like the the term she used um, of just weaving those placements uh, into our lives. And because it's not so many times we think foster care is so challenging and difficult, which it is, but reality is is, is you're just you're, you're weaving another um, another person into that uh, into your story as a family. Her. I didn't get to bring this up, but her oldest son has got special needs. And so she's doing this all while she's got a child with special needs at home too. So Impressive. It's impressive. I love it. All right. We're going to move on to our last segment, which is Bible trivia. Dun, dun, dun. So. But this isn't just how much Walt knows. Apparently, we have also added Sarah Ellen knows. Well, we're going to see what Sarah Ellen knows. Let's see what Sarah Ellen knows. Shout out to our executive producer, Katie Rice. Woohoo! For getting us these questions so we don't know the answer. So she, we're going to read it and we'll see if we know the answer. And then Sarah Ellen will scroll down to see what we're the right back. answer is. Um, some of them are multiple choice. Some of them are true false. Some of them are fill in the blank. So let's, let's go ahead and see the hands. How many people think Walt's going to win? All right. Good. All right. Sarah Ellen. Ooh. All right. So it looks like that <laughs> I am in the lead. Man, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. All right. Here we go. Question number one. How many angels are named in the Bible? This is, you just have to give the answer. And she put hint. It may be a bit of a trick question. I was really just going to say one, but there's not. I'm going to go with, I'm going with three. I'm going with one. You're going with one. Okay. And final answer is, we're both wrong. Trash. Four. There's can we know? What's the one that you think it was? I was going to say maybe they're referred to as the same person, which is different names. Oh, so you were thinking when it was a trick? When it was a trick question, that's kind of what twisted me that way. Oh, well, she's got Gabriel, Michael, yeah, and then Lucifer. Those are the three I thought of because he's a fallen angel. That was right. I thought was the tricky part. But the fourth one is Raphael, the in Revelation, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> All right, Raphael so, did not know that was an angel in Revelation. We both got eh, eh, on that All right. one. All right, question number two. Um, what? Oh, this no, that's the wrong one. No, that is the right one. This is a good one. What tribe is Paul from? What tribe is he from? Is he from the tribe of Levi, the tribe of Judah, the tribe of Benjamin, or the tribe of Simeon? I'm going to go with my gut here and say Benjamin because as soon as you said it and before you gave me the... Before you even Benjamin came up, that was the one you thought of. Yeah. Okay, I'm going Benjamin too, just because he's the youngest. I don't know why that matters. I don't really know why I hit that. I don't know why that matters. I'm with my gut. Guess what? We are both right. High five. Yes. Um, 
I think mine was a little bit better knowledge. Yours was a guess. That was a total guess. <laughs> Just a justifiable guess. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, gosh. These are so hard. What does Eve mean? You got three choices. First pure, mother, or gullible. I can see a case for all of them is the problem. So you're going B, mother. I'm going with first pure. You're probably right. You're right. Yep. Did you know that? I did. (sighs) I forget who or how, why I learned to know that, but it was in my brain. All right. Who was the ultimate Old Testament trash talker? Now, that, this seems a You get bit... four choices. Okay. Elijah, Joshua, Aaron, or Jacob? Ugh. I'm going to go with Ultimate Jacob. trash talker? Jacob wrestles God. But does that make him a trash talker? To God, yeah. I mean... I'm going with Aaron. Really? Yeah, because he had to say all those things. Yeah, but I don't know if he's talking trash. All right, let's see who's right. Neither of us. It was Elijah. Uh, I I mean, Elijah, I could see. I I could see that as well. But I think that was a bit... I need to reread the Bible. (laughs) Jeez. All right. Last one. It's a true or false. Well, there's a bonus Let's just go ahead. I'm up 2-1. I'm not competitive. Whatever. All right. Number five. True or false. Someone dies from falling asleep during a sermon. True. True. (laughs) I know that one. Falls out the window, right? Yeah. Who's preaching the sermon? Oh, I don't know. Mm, Jesus. Tiebreaker. Peter. True falls out the window. Wrong. Paul. Dang it, Gina. That's really? Paul. Oh, Guy falls Peter. asleep sitting in a window and falls to his death. Well, I knew, All right. it was, knew it was a P. Well, now you know that um, Sarah Ellen's Bible college degree doesn't help her a whole lot in this game. And Walt's architecture degree does. Well... That is not what helps you win this game, but whatever. Okay, we're going to post these questions um, on social media. It was really fun um, to post the thumbs up, thumbs down in previous times and see what people felt. All right, so here we go. We want to hear from you. Your, what thoughts, theories, and tales do you have about our thoughts, theories, and tales? Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at CapstoneCast and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player, Update. I heard back from head of our research team, April Tribbett, who has an Android, and she says that she listens to it on an app called, are you ready? It's just called The Podcast Player. The Podcast Player. It is a purple circle on her phone, and it looks like a radio tower with little beams radiating out from it. Sounds like that was stolen from Apple. It does. She said that the uh, it tends to pick up the things that you, the same things you can find on iTunes, you can find on that. Gotcha. So, if you got an Android, find The Podcast Player app. I'm sure it's free. Download it. Listen to us. You should be good to go. Um, Make sure you tell all your friends about us, and we will catch you later. Catch you later, guys.